Step out of your day and into your happy place, where your health comes from a more relaxed, beautiful you. Don't take our word for it, take theirs. That experience is always amazing, but Valentine's Day was pretty special. Not only am I chose absolutely gorgeous, but I got a foot rub. Oh my god. Now come along and find your glamorous you. Manis, pedis, massages, facials, hair, makeup, and waxing. You know you want to. Call or visit us today at 448-4099. The Glam Experience Day Spa. Step out of your day and into your happy place, where your health comes from a more relaxed, beautiful you. Don't take our word for it, take theirs. That experience is always amazing, but Valentine's Day was pretty special. Not only am I chose absolutely gorgeous, but I got a foot rub. Oh my god. Now come along and find your glamorous you. Manis, pedis, massages, facials hair, makeup, and waxing. You know you want to. Call or visit us today at 448-4099. The Glam Experience Day Spa. What up, people? What up? Hello, hello, hello. Good day, good night. Let me make sure my light is... It's a okay. Let's let's get that lighting popping. What's up, folks? It's Saturday, Kakoti time. The Kakoti hot, hot, hot in the sport. I am so happy to be back here with you another Saturday, giving you another show. Uh, want to welcome all those of you who are logging on on Facebook. Make sure you share the live. Hit the share button if you on my timeline. Hit the share button and drop your flag one time. Drop your flag. Hit the share. Drop your flag. Hit the share. Yes, Angela, I'm see you. I'm see you and Anne. And drop your flag. Share the live. Yes, Angela is on YouTube. Yes, guys, we're available on YouTube. So those of you who don't, who don't have Facebook have no excuse to be on the live. No excuse. Because YouTube open for everybody to share and chat on, on YouTube. Right? We're getting ready for another exciting show. I'm so happy to be joining you live again, and I promise you another show. I mean, I've been doing shows quite often, to be honest. What's up with that? <laughs> but yes, Dennis. Yes, Dennis is in the house. Folks are coming on. I have had a great week. I hope you guys have had an awesome one, too. And I hope you guys continue to stay safe, continue to practice the necessary protocols i.e making sure you wash your hands making sure you sneeze in your elbow making sure you social distance social distance what is social distance what, what what's up gloria what's up yes glow joe glow what is it the late night show with glow joe yes check out glow joe on thursday evenings bevs good afternoon to you uh thank you very much for tuning in and my condolences to you and your family beverly leblanc and family out of Penville. Um, I know your pops just uh, recently 
passed, and I think the funeral was, was a few days ago, if not yesterday. Uh, so my condolences goes out to you and your family. Guys, it is going to be an awesome show. We have Mikael Farrell. Let me tell you something, y'all. Let me tell you something. Mikael Farrell in the house. Okay, I'm going to act like a vagabond. Eh? Let me tell you. I can, I'm allowed. I'm going to act like a V-neck today. You're going to see all. Make sure you don't drink from it. No, I have no, no water. I'm drinking water tonight. My faculty mom have water because I don't know what to say. Jero's drunk on the line. I can show you for myself. Water. You see? Water. See? Water, because I go to I go to show you naturally how much of a Malakasi I am. Yes, I have Mikhail. I am so excited to have Mikhail. Mikhail is one of my former schoolmates. So we go way back. Let me tell you, we're not gonna tell you our, our age, but we go way back. We've known each other forever, and I feel like I have enough tea on him that we can spill tonight. Let us see. Yes, so make sure. Thank you very much. Yes, thank you very much, Judith, for tuning in. And all of you who are locked in, have you shared the live yet? Make sure you hit that share button. I am so excited to have Mikhail on. I have followed Mikhail's career forever. Let me tell you, all you might see me probably sharing my stuff, and all you probably say, Jelly's a celebrity. You know? I, I am a groupie too. So are there people that I follow? Because I love to see them do good things. I love to see what they're doing. And like, on a whole, though, people who I went to school with, I, hi, Kidron, what's up, what's up? Shady live, shady live. People I went to school with, I usually, you know, check out to see what they're doing. And if they're doing anything that they're sharing on social media, I try my best to share it. Um, sometimes I don't share it publicly. I like, I'll share it, you know, um, within messages, you know, just so people can, can see what they're doing. I, Bell Angel, my doodle darling, what's going on? What's popping? She went from YouTube to Facebook. See, you see, she wants to be in every place. When you got some ride or die, let me tell you, if you see any, you say anything they're bad on the line, Bell Angel will be no, no longer Bell. <laughs> Our Angel. She probably turned into Bell Demon. <laughs> Don't say nothing bad on Jail on the line when Bell Angel are wrong. Um, Big up to y'all and big up to, you know, all my classmates. I want to shut them out. You know, I've been running into quite a few of my classmates or people that I went to school with over the last couple of weeks. And we've been, you know, talking about how young we look, like how we still look like we're still in high school. Hello. We don't age. Like, I don't know. There was something in the PSS water. Probably the Gomabush. Probably the, I don't know what it was. But uh, we don't, we're not aging. Like, I ran into Fifi. And, uh, you know, I see me, um, Medallia now and again, and Mary T, and let me tell you, like fine wine, we're not aging at all. And Mikhail is here with us. Have you guys shared the live enough? Every single one of you, have you shared the live? Have you shared the live? Um, who's that? My boy, my, <laughs> I think he's, what is her name? What was the lady I used to sell recess by? PSS? Miss Joyce. Miss Joyce bread and cheese and juice that probably have us looking good so um yes and michael is dying in the back because you know exactly what i'm talking about miss joyce and there was another one we used to drink um we used to eat her, her ice pop boy let me tell you that is another have us so yes because we was eating a real snack not the cheap solids in them days there let me tell you when your parents give you a dollar fifty you have to make that stretch and you have to make sure you pass and when this is recess time you rush up to the white van to get your miss joyce bread and cheese or your bread and um, uh, potted meat. What is it? What is the name? What is the name? Potty, um, 
your bread and, and salami. Is that salami, no? Potted meat. Is it potted meat? Yes. You had to make sure and your eyes pop. Yes, you make sure you got that. And Mikhail is going to be sharing with us about his life. I mean, he has had such an interesting life. He's had ups and downs. And we're, I'm so excited to be talking to him and sharing with you today. So people laughing, people laughing. All you know what I'm talking about? I'm not talking nonsense. Yes, my boy, potato boy. Who's, who's my boy again? That's my boy now, my PSS. You remember my boy? As if I don't remember in Amapoi, Beverly, as if that is probably in your time. I don't know. I don't know if it's your, your time, was in all time. Yeah, but Miss Joyce, for sure. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, on the line. Miss Joyce, oh my God. I bring back memories. Miss Joyce had the best, best bread. And, and the bread, I don't know why, where she used to get the bread. It's like it was oven baked bread. And the, the ends used to be nice and crispy. And you see, you buy that, you couldn't buy one. No, you have to buy two, two bread and cheese. So you get a bread and cheese and a bread and tuna or potted beets and you organize yourself with some juice. Yes, that's what I had us. Um, so big up to all the PSS squad. My PSS squad, if you're in the house, you can can drop drop the PSS. Let us know that you're tuning and you went to PSS because Mikael is here with us and he's excited with his big Dominica flag in the back. And we, I don't want to wait any longer. I just want to bring him on and let's just uh, say... Without no further ado, let's say good evening to Mikael Ferrell. Mikael, thank you for good connection. I let me tell you, let me tell you. Good evening to all the Kakoti fans. You know, good evening. Thank you for having me, JL. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, Shelly, I know you asked the JL coming out harder, but it's Shelly here for the for the evening. It's funny because Leah met me this week. We were talking, we linked up this week. And Leah was like, I just cannot call you Jail, although Jail is your real name and Shelly, not even on your birth certificate. Yeah. But it's Shelly. I'm Shelly. If, if people call me Shelly or when people call me Shelly, when I turn, I know they do know me now. And if I turn and I don't have a big smile on my face, it means I don't know you. Just probably hear me on a live. And you decide to call me Shelly too. Uh, but the PSS squad, Nadia is in the house. Lots of the PSS squad. The, drop the PSS. Drop the PSS. I know. Um, you, you spoke about Miss Joy, you know, Miss Joyce, the last, the last. Recess them some of our best spirits, you know. You know, can't wait for that bread and cheese or bread and tuna or whatever, you know. <laughs> bread and potted meat. Yes. <laughs> oh, and a passion for juice used to be sweet. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, it used to be sweet. Hey, last, you have to drink water after, but it used to be sweet. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. With nice love, memories, nice yeah, memories. Yeah, we had we definitely. I, you know, I, I threw on some of the Gova Bush, and um, you still gonna go over Bush, Amikael? No, 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 Gova, no fat. Book. <laughs> Mr. James, Mr. James had a special eye, I looking out for me. I, I don't know, he was smelling trouble when I'm around, so I never had a chance to reach up there. Yeah, Gova Bush was the plum I could get chance to pick up. I mean, he has done. The adults and the Pentecostals that used to go to the government. <laughs> Way bonzy. Way bonzy. The adults, <sighs> the Pentecostals, you remember they used to have like worship? In the yes, 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 yes. Uh, and and I, I don't know, I never invited myself, although I was considered a Pentecostal. Uh -huh. I invited myself. I used to just hear a lot of tongues happening in the Gobo Bush. And I just felt sometimes, you know, like it was just a bit too much for me. So I never actually <laughs> went. <laughs> I was a rebel. Um, yes, Yamin and Shelly knows me as Yayan. But you have Yayan on your timeline, Michael. 
So it's Yaya and I calling you living na- natural living Yaya. <laughs> so yes, well, I I remember those those PSS days had had some interesting things, you know. Oh yeah. Days we had a good time during the school day, but we're gonna get into that. We're going to get yeah. into more detail about our our school days and even your school days and your life. And I just want to thank you again for giving me the opportunity to share your story here on my platform. I know I was like, why can't you have nobody ever interview Mikael? Mikael is a superstar. I know. Earlier on this morning, my wife said, boy, Mikael, how come you accepted this one? I said, you know what? Let's just make it happen. Because I, I usually shy away from interviews and things like that. So, I mean, besides you, Miguel Labad is the only one that got me on DBS so far. You know, I've been just turning down, turning down, keeping my, you know, just doing my thing in the back, you know? So yeah. I'm I very, can, very happy to be here. I can tell y'all folks, all the tea is on the table. <laughs> That's water, you see, so don't fool, don't fool me. We spare no water. We spare no it's, it's good to have you on. I see Shana, Felicite is on. A lot of folks are coming on and they, they're sharing the live and they're sharing the love and they're happy to be here. Happy to be joining you. I know the, when I hear Felicite, you know, it's famous, right? Of so, so the Pebush crew in the house, if you're from Pebush, let me see your PB. Drop the PBs <laughs> in, the, in, the, in, the, in the chat so we can see and shout you out. Um, Mikhail, I yes. love to start the show or every show by kind of getting to know my guests a little bit. And the way I get to know my guests is how my guests would like people to know them. You know what they want to, to know people to know them as. So... Oh, PBs, they're dropping PBs. Yeah, they're, they're coming in, they're coming in, they're coming in. Yes, yes, the PBs are coming in. Uh, who is Mikhail Farrell? Well, Mikhail Farrell is a young guy from Pebush, Dominica. Um, for those who are out of Dominica and getting to know me, I'm from Dominica, Pebush, the northeast of the island, very close to the second town of Dominica, Portsmouth. I was born and raised in Pebush, and um, yeah, everything is around the north. You know, I went to school in Pebush, then went to Portsmouth, the Portsmouth Secondary School. In case some of you were here in PSS, that's what we, it stands for, Portsmouth Secondary School. You know, and um, Mikhail has been sheltered in church, brought up through church and in church. He loves his culture. Mikhail loves to sing and write and act. Pretty much do all the art forms, you know, and that's who Mikhail is, um, a very humble He's person. Don't tell us no yeah. more. Don't tell us no more. Oh, okay. So Mikael right. gave us a summary of, of who he is. And uh, as I mentioned, you know, before I introduced him, I've known Mikael for quite some time. Um, I remember him going to school in his, in, going to PSS. I, I met him in PSS. We actually were never really in any grade together. Mm-hmm. But, we, but we went through the forms together. So we ended the same time. We started the same time and ended the same time. Um, but Mikael, I want to kind of talk a little bit about your childhood growing up in Pebush. What was life like for Mikael in Pebush? Well, Mikael did not have a I didn't have a life like as a child. I was very asthmatic, very asthmatic. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I knew your mommy through like that way. I mean, I was always in hospital. Wow. Trust me. Trust me. Dusty days, I get sick. Rain, I get drizzled, I get sick. You know, I mean, I really spent a lot of days. If you ask my my oldest sister, Nadia, 
she spent many a nights next to me in hospital. You know, they would admit me for a good time until, you know, my breathing get controlled. So I, as I said earlier, a while ago, I'm, I was very sheltered. Trust me. You know, I didn't have all the fun. Like, I remember the days in payable school. You know, on a Friday, like maybe month and they would like say, bring your, your bucket, your pail, your brush, whatever, and come and scrub the schoolyard. And people in holes running around, wetting each other. I never had this time. Trust me. Sports days, I could not run because I cannot run because of my breathlessness. I miss out on a lot of things. So church was the closest thing to me, you know, going to church, you know, and that, that was my young days. I was very shy, very shy. Don't, don't worry, Mikhail is seen on stage right now. Uh-uh, very shy, very, very shy. You know, um, being an altar servant, acolyte was one of the hardest things I did, facing a congregation of facing people. Just tough for me in my, my nine, ten years, you know, very nervous. And see who I am today, you know, life has a way of changing people. The Mikhail you met in PSS was not even the Mikhail of Pebbles Primary. So you, so you were always shy, sheltered. Yes, yes. PSS brought me out. PSS but brought you, me out. But you were involved in church. In church and, and school choir. Yes, the singing, I always loved singing. So I was in the junior choir, then the senior choir, you know, and then, you know, doing my thing in church, drumming or singing behind the scenes. You know, when you have people like Jeffers and Ken Paul and the others will lead in praise and worship, I'll be behind the altar mm -hmm. where nobody can see me. I have a mic, you know, harmonizing, but nobody should see me. <laughs> and then when the priest, when the priest reach, pass at the back of the altar, put on my cassock and go and serve. Nobody knew I was there. I was hiding to do almost everything. Yeah. No, um, no. Yeah. That that changed when you when you went to high school. Yeah, high school. Tell me a little bit about what made that change or what what happened. Well, it's a motivation from the teachers. You know, I had teachers like Miss Carrot, Miss Joseph. Mm -hmm. You know, even like from form teacher. When I entered PSS and I they, they placed me in one three, mm -hmm. and my form teacher even during morning devotion. Would bring out the best in us, you know. Well, make, was that Miss Remy? Um, I'm not sure, you know. I don't know if it's between Miss Carrot or Miss Joseph or Miss Remy. Well, Miss Joseph was my form teacher, yeah. But it was, it was like they would motivate you, wow. you know. And if, and if there is like an English day, you know, we usually have our English, English day, they would um say, You want to perform, you want to write a song, and that's how I started writing songs. My first song I wrote pretty much was in PSS for English Day, wow, you know. And then people like Sheldon Rodney, um, Samuel Paul and I, we put a little band together. And then we performed it. Yeah, we performed it nervous as, as nervous can be. That's my first time writing, writing or performing. And then, you know, you join the, um, the drama club and mm -hmm. it nurtures you. You have school arts competition and then it pushes you out there. And then, then I built, built my esteem. And then when I went back to Pebush now, observing the cultural group, I was able to give my ones and twos. And Miss Paul said, well, Mikhail, if you can tell him what to do in the belly, just dance it now. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and, then, and then the competition was the Sunday in Cabrits. I went, we made it to semi, um, through semifinals to finals. And I've been in, in that ever since. Open, wow. open my mouth, you know, in a practice and say, you do it like that instead. And I, sh I showed the man how to do it. Miss Paul, Rosin Paul saw that and said, uh-uh, just do it. 
big up to people like Rosalind Paul. I'm telling you. Who pushed us. Yeah. And, you know, you brought up the drama club and I remember loving to do that. Like, it was a thing to do. I don't even see, like, so much doing that these days. Like, really putting on, like, we used to have some serious in in school competition yes, yes, classes, yes. Uh, you know competing again you remember when you remember when leandra made her debut you remember that? of course ah! and, yes and hillary made his debut yes yes if you're from pss and only went to school with us around that time you know that was like that was i swear it felt like a movie even today i'm telling you and it was so tense it was so tense you know everybody put their best foot forward like you have to do it good or else you know, because everybody else does it so well. You know, I remember all the rehearsals. All, all I mean, we we reach as far as going to Saint Lucia, to um to um compete, and you know, it was it was cool. But then the the um the teachers and the leaders were the one who pushed me. You know, like people like Miss Melanie Francois, Miss mm -hmm. Paul. You mm -hmm. know, um these community leaders, I can never say enough thank you to them. Mona Thomas, Miss Thomas, and all wow. the others. You know. I mean, that's why, I mean, it was, and it was just like a switch, something just waiting to be discovered. It was there, hidden, and they saw the potential, like Mrs. Walter and the others, saw the potential, just push you out there. They didn't give you a choice to say yes or no. They just say, I think you can do it and go for it. And yeah, and I trusted that. And here I am today. I was never shy again to use my talent. It you, got me in trouble. It got me in trouble to this point, but I was never shy again to use my talent. You say got you in trouble. Hmm. Of course, of course. Look, all right, talking about Dollar Jam. <laughs> oh, well, the Dollar Jam part sells so, us. So, so. I was on, a, on and a, Dollar Jam. Mikhail, I used to look forward to Dollar Jam, but more so the blows I would get when I get home. After I'll the Dollar <laughs> Dollar Jam was like, go get in trouble when you get home. That's it. That's it. Like, Stay at your own at your own. Your risk. parents could not tell you not to go to not to go to school on Creole Day because it was mandatory that you end up in school on Creole Day. Yes. As a result, ceramics would end up at PSS, and as soon as the bell rang, we in that it was where the cages used to be, the, the class cages used to be, and we in a dollar jam, sweating. Yes, I remember yes. when my mother came and pulled me out of that dollar jam. Trust Let me. me or if your bus leave and you like you like you miss your bus, yeah. Couple smoke your bike. You have some trouble. You have some trouble. <laughs> yes. We had such great, great memories um going to, to school in Portsmouth, going to PSS. Uh Mikhail, you, you mentioned earlier on that you were you were very involved in, in church and, and in culture. Um mm -hmm. when you were giving your little intro about you. Um specifically, let's talk about the cultural aspect. I remember you know, um, seeing you when we do when when we attend cultural gala, when we would, yeah, uh, we, my mom would always make sure that we attended. You know, all the cultural events, and we were talking about this earlier. Yes, on, yes. How, um, you know, my mom was a practicing Pentecostal. Uh, we went to Pentecostal church, but my mother always it it, it appeared that people who went to Pentecostal church were not allowed at that time to partake in cultural activities mm. like LA and all of these different things. It was not, it was considered a worldly thing. But my mother could care less. My mother always brought us to gals. Yes. I remember seeing you, you know. I remember seeing the little red lady, Kleskin lady, always there. You guys were always there, always there. Always yes, there. And always you, there. You, 
you used to do the Portsmouth because you know they used to have the North um North, North semifinals. Yeah, right. and then yeah. And then the Rose. Tell, yeah. tell me tell me a little bit about your the, the, the different cultural activities that really got you going to become who you are today. Well, again, I again I will mention people like Rosalyn Paul, Robelin Walter, we call her Bodo, you know, and, and these people um pretty much like I mean they're icons, cultural icons, you know, and for years they've been doing it, recruiting members each and every year. You know, I, I, I know Nadia, my older sister, was in the cultural group and I was longing for a day that I could join. And I'm sure she would tell you somebody before her who was in it and it became her envy to join one day. Like, you wanted me to be part of the cultural group. It's like almost like Boy Scout or Guide or Rangers. You wanted to be part of a club because everybody else is, is doing it. So mm -hmm. the same thing for culture. And you would look forward to independence time to represent your community because for those around dominica who are part of a cultural group you know there's there's one thing to be patriotic to do it for your um do it for your country but there's also a sense of pride you bring to your community and that is what drives us so you evaluate especially those jean you know jump oh, trust me trust me trust me trust me let me tell you vika's not so far from us you know, but but the competition, the competition aspect of it had to be there. Especially if somebody warned you the year before, you're coming for them. You know? So rehearsals from time school begins in September. Rehearsal begins. Because, you know, independence is just around the corner. So um, summer vacation, you free up. But as soon as the first day of school, you expect rehearsal to start. As soon mm -hmm. as school. And I'm telling you, the nightly rehearsals, you know, the song, the energy, you know, bringing your best foot forward, coming with different te techniques and ideas, taking it from the expert, like people like Bodo and Miss Paul and them, you know, competing year after year. When it became our turn to take leadership role, we just fit right in. And I assume leadership, I came up with the papers, drummers, and, and we started working on more the junior dancers you know, bringing children as, as young as two, three years on the stage, like a little cute self, you know, not even a yard of cloth can make the entire costume, but they on stage shaking there. So, you know, it really brought joy, like passing on what I learned. So I think that's one of the things that really people remember about my contribution in culture, not more than I perform it, but I like to teach it. Mm -hmm. I like to pass it on. And I am very influential in motivating young people to enjoy doing it, you know? Already saying, already saying, you've always been so dedicated, and that is that is how I remember you always. Yeah, being, right on point. Always being so dedicated, but there wasn't always all of the 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 joy and all of the glitz so with all of what you 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 the acclaimed kind of quote unquote um fan base that you that you got because people people loved your work. There were also a lot of things that people would say that were hurtful um and, and not to say there's anything against any community or anything but i remember people calling you gay like people would say mikhail is a homosexual and they but they didn't use that word they use the word that most of us should not even be using a lot yep. of derogatory terms um but i remember people calling you uh a homosexual how did that make you feel 
as a young man growing up? Let me tell you, that, that, that answer, anybody knows that answer. That's technically bullying to me. It could, nobody placed in that situation will feel go, good about it. You know, and let's break it down. I, it has different levels of my development. That same gay thing carried me all through. Wow. It was always there. So in PSS, wow. you know, being head boy, being head boy in PSS and not being seen with girls or or not being the one to be in the principal office or always the one to have to do the reporting of, of, of misbehavior, misbehavior or something, that automatically made me gay in PSS. Mm -hmm. Once again, I'm the only boy in my family. You know, you don't get me on the road after school. You know, my dad, because of his strict um, schedule, he would pick me up on time. Or, you know, I have to be home at a certain time. Even though extra classes, I'm expected to be home. My dad works in, in, um, in Portsmouth. He knows my ways and about. So I always try to keep it on a straight and narrow. After school, I go home. I'm not the one you'll meet on the man or playing basketball or, you know, um, during break time, sweating up my clothes, playing cricket on the, on the field to run back to class. You know, so that made me gay automatically in PSS. You understand? Mm -hmm. then, then getting older, I felt I had a passion for dancing. Dominicans yeah. associate dancing male dancers to ballet tights, um, tight clothes, looking kind of funny on you. They don't even understand the art form itself. So I, I became a proud member of the White Kubu Dance Theater Company in town. And I'm telling you, this, Mr. Lawrence, if he's listening, he knows what I'm saying. It is not easy being a male dancer in Dominica. So you were, con you were called, you were considered gay even, even while you danced with White oh, Let me tell you, there, there were days when you usually uh, we rehearse at um, the Arak House of Culture. And there are days when um, the the, um, the building is booked for either a ceremony or a graduation and we move our rehearsal to let's say Goodwill Primary there will be young guys deliberately coming in the window and all night long I'm telling you the things they would say you cannot even folk, you cannot even concentrate on the routine the dance you're doing there are days when Mr. Lawrence, who is, who is our artistic director, would say, it's better we cancel practice or we go because you can't even concentrate because they are loud. They, they, and they, they, they're directing their, their, their insults straight to us. You know, like you can feel their words piercing you inside. Mikael, I remember even during the white equity, it was, it, there were not many men at that time. But you, you have to be brave to do that. I'm telling you. You have to be brave. And once again, I'm not a city guy. I live all the way to Pebush in the north. People mm -hmm. find like I was out of place to even be in a dance group in town. Wow. And they'll tell me that right in my face. You know, people like myself, Marlon Alexander, Chauvin Baron, Scott, and the others. I mean, we didn't fit in. You know, our, I, our safe haven was when we were in practice with the other dancers that understood us. Anytime you step outside that door, with your sweaty clothes and whatever, people look down on you like, uh, look another one. And they would judge you just on that. And Mikhail became gay just like that. But but forget, you know, yes, they, and guys, I'm saying this to say, we're not, being gay is not, is not something that we're frowning on, is a stereotype that is placed on male dancers or any 
man in Dominica who assumes a, a role that normally a woman would be seen doing. Yep. So, so we're not using, we're not saying that being gay is derogatory or it's, we're discriminating against people who are gay. The, it, it is the fact that it is used at times to persecute others when you are unable to understand who the person is, or you see somebody, for example, in the case of Mikhail, dancing, singing, being, being acting, and all of these things, things that would normally be seen by women. Or, or do, being done by women, so so that's why we're we're bringing this up, or that's why I brought this up because then this could this can break a lot of young men and prevent them. Like even you know we have sister singers, and I know a lot of people. It still continues to this day. A lot of people who who um, look at the male singers in sister singers some of them are considered gay even without them being gay and not in a in a in a good way as oh he's just he's gay it's more in a derogatory way yeah more they use they don't use the word gay they use the the b word or the f word and 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 that is what because i remember you know going to school in pss i mean besides the fact that i was bullied as well i remember you being bullied as specifically where it had to do with you know people calling you you know every time you would have to because you you would always want to do assembly you know or you'd always yeah. be called upon to do assembly yeah. and i remember you know the comments you know you could hear students you know making comments about about oh that you know he he yeah. was, you know and, you. so so that that could have destroyed your character let me tell you that was rough it was rough and then you have that social aspect of it. Then when you come to church, there's another label. Wow. You are, once again, you Catholic, you're close to the priest, you were close to the priest, like an altar server, or you're always in their territory. And in my case, my, my, my strength was around my friends, my, my band of friends. We talk about Luis Lawrence, Loella um, Wallace, Kidron Alexander, Dwight Seaman, Rodriguez Pante. These were my musician friends. And the reason why I had more male friends, it was easier to get them to move with me. You understand? Instead of having to ask a mother for her daughter to be out, going somewhere like Grand Four or somewhere far late night, I prefer just use guys. It is, you have less, less um, responsibility. Mm -hmm. So just a mere fact, and we were always on the move, always on the move. Just yes, a mere fact. A lot. Let me tell you, people always were asking us to do retreats, do music. And I have a problem. I can't say no. So we were just we just kept going. Even while I was in PSS, you know, I would leave, I would leave PSS and have to go to a, a, a revival somewhere. You know, and we were always on the move. So just the mere fact of guys alone on a vehicle or guys they see us coming back in the community late night, they put a reason behind it. You understand that? And for for the record, I have never been gay. I have nothing against gay people, but that has that have never been my practice. My voice, my sound. Well, I know because somebody are telling me, Michaela, girls. I'm so telling you. I'm, I'm telling you. So my voice being like a little woman voice at times, or I am kind of timid in some areas or whatever, that alone cannot label me as a homosexual. And again, as you just clarified, I have a lot of friends who may be homosexual. Even here in the U.S., most of my classmates at, at, at college, they're open to that. I have, I do not discriminate against that. And I would not defend my character neither. 
You see, as we're talking here, that's a show we're talking about it. Mm -hmm. But you could say whatever you want about me when I pass on the road. I will not confront. I will not give you any confrontation to clarify anything. That's your belief. Mm -hmm. You know, I even believe there was there was there, there, it reached a point. I swear, I remember that there, it reached a point that I even thought that my mom, it was getting under my my mommy's skin. Wow! I so really because that's 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 I think that kind of news reached home. You understand? Because she had to have heard it somewhere, because that's everywhere. Wow. That was everywhere, and I I lived through it. All my life, I'm still living through it. I mean, I was on vacation just a couple months ago in Dominica, and I sure some person saw me walking with my wife and my sons, and they would still say that. Even then, they would still say it. I'm telling you. I mean, Shana and I would dance belly. You know, with dancing belly, Shana would be doing her thing, doing nothing. When it's my turn to come on stage, just because my waist moving, ah, uh, he gay. How am I so stiff like a, a like like a, a rock then? You know, like the same thing for Cicero singers, dancers, um, um singers. Yeah. The young men have their gum, they have their love where they're doing it. How Auntie Pearl would have wanted them to do it. What is care about that? Let them boys perform. Why can't we but say why we do people, performers? Why do people care so much though? Like to me, it's it's like you it's like you almost going, you trying to get personal with the person, one, and two. It's like you're using that, you're using a term or or you're using an identity, a form of identity to kind of chastise somebody. Like, yeah. like, like why is that necessary? Like for the first few years, it was getting under my skin. At a certain time, I just became numb to it. I mean, yo, think what you think. Honestly, you know about my kidnap, my kidnap in 2008. Yeah, you I was a people. people I had, was but people had their speculations about that. And people, tell trust us about me. Tell us trust, about trust me. I wouldn't go in detail about the kidnap because I'm still trying to get out of that. I, I still cannot sleep in a dark room. So that was me being kidnapped, um, placing my trunk for more than six hours, my car being driven all over, shooting people and all kind of thing with me in the trunk. And then it ended up with um, my car cannot climb a muddy terrain, or like the um, terrace got a lot of rain, and they left me there. But the police told me the intention was to throw the car over the cliff by the, um, by the dump. But they could not climb, so that's the only reason I'm here today to even tell my story. Because in that time, that era of my kidnap, a lot of people got shot in the process and had to be amputated or whatever. But I was untouched. All I had was a lot of bleeding in my head because they knocked me off with a gun on my head. But people did not even get empathy for that. But they said I was having sex on the beach. Where, where were you? Where were you? When I At the entrance of Donkey Beach trying to get a parking for my car. Because we were performing at Miss um, Madame Wobdiet at Old Mill. Mm -hmm. So I was running late. I had my mom. Um, there were some visitors from England. We went to crawl in the park. That was the day that Nasio was performing and it was rained out. Mm -hmm. Rain fell, cats and dogs. So by the time we got to Old Mill, it was already five minutes to eight and Waitukubuli had to do the opening dance. And you know, protocol, once the president is in, the show has to start. So I asked the police officer, you know, can I just leave my car? I'm a cultural officer. Can I just leave my car right here? Go to the opening number. I come back. 
and then I'll get a better parking. You say, yeah, man, Mikael, you know, I ran on stage, did my thing, came back with the same costume I had on, the all-white costume, went to get a parking, and I never saw the rest of the show. That's it. I never make it back to the show. People said they were calling my name on stage, Mikael Farrell, come backstage. And all that time, I was in the trunk of my car. So all I remember, like you just, you were coming out of your car? And no, like I didn't, I didn't have time to switch off. I was just backing up more towards the, um, in the grass so that I could like, you know, not be in traffic. Right in that you know, little, like right you know, in Let me give you a scenario. That is the entrance of Donkey Beach right there. Yes. Right. Yes. So you have nap, no, um, you have, um, so right across the street, there's that kind I'm of, okay. that, I'm okay. right, right there in your entrance. And there were some people barbecuing some chicken, right? By that bus up area, looking yes. right there, just pulling, pull, pulling back in. There was a flashlight in my eyes. I was pulled out of my window, pulled out of my window, and a flighty, flighty one hit me for gun under my head and from in my trunk, and the car moved out. Do you remember who it was? Well, that we wouldn't, we wouldn't go in that. Police did the investigation. They, 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 they got the call, the culprits, and all that. But that I don't want to go in detail, you okay. know. But yeah, I remember so they, my. So they, I, knocked I, you, they knocked you out and they put you in the back of your the truck. Yeah, and if anybody knows the back of my car, always have drums and instruments. So imagine I had like three drums with the wooden spikes in them, my accordion, my spare tire, not even well placed, and I had to lay down in all that carbon monoxide. And my car had some low-profile rims. That car was, I could just see sparks under the car because door opening, door closing, and people just, I, I can hear voices. I hear people leaving the car. I hear gunshots. And I'm just praying, you know, Janelle and I, we were still boyfriend and girlfriend. And I just prayed. And I said, Janelle, bye. I said, mommy, goodbye. I said, daddy, goodbye. Because, I mean, after the fourth hour, I, I said, nobody will find me. Because for the length of time we're driving around, I said, no, nah, nobody's going to find me. I have no phone because they asked me to take out my pants. My phone was in my pants pocket. My wallet was in my pants pocket. They, they asked me to remove my pants. They kept my, uh, my ID and everything, you know. And I was just, <sighs> it, was, it was a rough time. Yes, it that It was a rough time. Those of you who are asking. Yeah. Yes, Tara that... Honore was representing the North at that Warp Duet show. Yes, I Tara remember. Came she came to the hospital in the emergency room with her, her winning sash. The busloads of supporters with my mom came to see me at the, at the hospital, you know. I missed the entire show. Where did they, where did they leave the vehicle? Where did they... they left the vehicle in the middle of the, um, of the muddy terrain that just for Cole up by the labas up there where the dump is. It could not climb anymore. It was skidding. And they just left the vehicle in the middle of the road. How did you get out? They opened the trunk. They told me, I have your ID. I know where you live. I give you um, 10 minutes. Get out of the vehicle. If you come out earlier than that, I will find you. All kind of, all kind of whatever, whatever. And they had a vehicle waiting for them lower down. They drove off. And then I, I, I made my way back to Old Mill. I could not see anything from my windscreen because they had sprayed the inside of the windscreen. So I had to put my head outside the window. And when, when, I, when I got to Old Mill, I never parked properly. I ran the... Um, the, the the, the sidewalk. I left the engine running because I was losing a lot of blood. I went backstage. As I saw Mr. Lawrence, I just collapsed. I just wanted to identify a face because the show was done already. People were leaving already. 
you know and then yeah that was that was so that was so rough man and my mommy i i mean i was her for a source of transport i brought her to the show you know she has no idea where i am people trying to call me even bus driver said they honk me under the cliff when the car passed them so many times for the evening not knowing i'm in the trunk of my own car you know i'm telling you yeah i'm so sorry about that i remember yeah. that experience i remember when you when, when that happened you know like hearing up people talking about yep. it and and that must have been but you so heard the reason why they put behind it right some people even reach as far and when i say people the hurtful thing is people that should have had my back we're talking about church leaders you know um the people that i minister with and the people that know me on that spiritual level some of them were the first to say oh sex you're having on the beach not even knowing the story and i'm telling you i'm i'm walking into church and i'm walking into things and i cannot even give my side of the story because everybody has something spreading already as far as my even my siblings were questioning me about i'm you sure i'm sure you're sure it's not sexy we're having because people convince them so much but you were so into your let me tell you all oh, guys if you know mikhail mikhail was so into his cultural stuff there was nothing not water not thunder not lights me not nothing that would stop mikhail from being at his event from start to finish telling you tell you i am yeah so she getting getting me emotional a bit you know you know everybody said i should have gone for counseling for that i've never done that you know so it's really yeah. i relieving it every time you know i'm claustrophobic for everything you know if lights go like there's no electricity and it's dark around trust me i have to put a light on like every evening i must have the tv playing or there must be a night i cannot take complete darkness yet you know wow. And that's one of the skeletons in my in my closet. I'm telling you, I have to learn. Well, to it's not in your closet. It's in their closet because because I believe that you should get help, Mikhail. Like I, I yeah. and that's something that a lot of times we as black people, we as Caribbean people, we we don't consider. You should seek help. Yeah, it's just to talk to somebody, even if you do it virtually. You know, you should seek help and and just talk it out. Even, sometimes it only takes two sessions. Yeah, yeah. So, and just really speaking to somebody not necessarily speaking to somebody that will just say oh oh my god i'm sorry but actually somebody that can actually help you to to get past that you know to mm -hmm. even to even be comfortable in a in a in, in a dark room again you know um because that that is a that was a horrible experience and nobody yeah. should have to go through that experience yeah. and people would say in dominica yes in dominica that happened in dominica girl i got robbed That's in me. dominica i got robbed in in broad daylight at one o'clock in dominica so it wow. is very possible for things like that to happen. They watching too much TV, too much Rambo, oh, yeah. too much um, Jean Claude Van Damme, and they saw that they could they could really really. Oh that, yeah, that. yeah. So, yes, and the, and the first time I saw my dad cry, man. First time I saw my dad cry, because you know he was in Pebush and just getting the report. He cannot come to town, you know. And um, I got dropped off by the time the police had finished with me and all that. It was like four a.m. when I got to Pebush. You know, and my dad was out just looking out until I got dropped off. And God bless um, Henderson, Daniel Hendo, who brought me up there with Lowell, you know. And yeah, I was just numb. Like, I had no idea, man. That's the first time I embraced my father. Like, you know, I just, I don't want to let go. Like, it was, it was tough, man. It was tough. It was tough. And I was all by myself. Not one person. 
Not one person to have my back. Not but the one topic person. that is after is after and all the rumors and everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's a good thing I was by myself because I was saying if one of the boys were with me, like Lowell or even Kidron or somebody, let's say they were on the same car and they had come to somebody who tried to defend and that would not have been the outcome. You understand? If there was another male figure in the car, somebody could have resisted. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So because of maybe, thank God, it was only me as a male. But if there was another male figure there, trust me, they would probably confront somebody and get shot or something. But those guys were well armed. They had masks on, all in black, and they had all the, um, the fact they, they were well armed. You know? Yeah, wow. but... I am, I am so sorry you, that you had to relieve this experience. Yeah, man. But I want you to seek help. I, I think it's yeah. important. People have tagged uh, um, Shoya, who actually well, is, is a very good therapist here in Dominica. She offers virtual, um, virtual um, um, therapy. So that's it's probably, it's not really a shameless plug, but, you know, if you want to reach out to somebody, I, and okay. a lot of times, you know, we're worried about, you know, oh, selling my business or, you know, I, I don't, therapies, consider, therapists will consider me crazy or what, mm -hmm. just to talk to somebody. And sometimes mm -hmm. it only takes two sessions. Yeah, so, man. I've gone. We'll talk about it and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get it. We'll get it. Yes, get I, will, I will send you her information. I do have her contact yeah. information. I think Gina um, would like that idea, me doing that, because she always always mention that yes you yeah. should because it will help you get past it and yeah. and, and, and 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 at least cope at least but, but you know the first my first um well i know i did not pass my first common entrance that was mm -hmm. fine because everybody was i mean that happened to a lot of people you know i i passed my common entrance the second time around but my first major disappointment you know when i was let's go back to pss you know i didn't graduate right Oh, um, I didn't go either. So you're not alone. Let me tell you, I did not graduate. <laughs> After all what we're boasting about me doing in PSL. I was threatened. I was threatened. I was told that they don't want me in their graduation. Let me tell you, I was told by a staff member that um, the principal then said he's going to make a statement with me. So I thought, so we were on the same page. No, well, well, hear my excuse now. For mock exam, I had asthma. I had an asthma attack during my mock exam. I could barely see the paper, could barely breathe. I remember mommy telling me, just go, like, just go and do it. Just go and do it. So I went to do it thinking like my past record because I left one three. And then from my first time, I came at number two in class, two, one, three, one, four, one, five, one. I have always kept my average up. And then just one mock exam, you mean that did not, and after I ran track and field for PSS drama club, head boy fundraising all kind of thing and because i didn't pass one subject you did not graduate me for all what i've done that was my that was the kidnap was nothing compared to that that kind of stab i felt when i left pss you know to be honest with you i i i can share that same sentiments with you they remember they used to call me teacher's pet I, of course James, well, he is like i could i could do no wrong and and the fact that you know I, a few of my friends actually didn't even go to graduation just because i was told that they were not gonna mark you mark you my diploma says i graduated you know but i was not allowed to attend the 
the the ceremony and it wasn't for being a rebel or for being anything that is another long story um not my story right about now because we're sharing your story but but people can do can be so hurtful to to others and i'm glad to see how you've grown and how you you you're you've excelled you know even in all of that because yes pss if you had dwell on that mikhail if you had dwell on that experience pss you probably be smoking drugs let me tell you Saturday road i went to cx with a vengeance i'm telling you for for them not doing that not graduating me let me tell you i hit the books eh? i just wanted to just crush cxc just to make a statement you know mm-hmm. because i felt like so betrayed i mean <laughs> like teachers teachers like i remember like people like mr niaba you know yes, the comment, they, came, they came and told me they walked out of staff meeting you know they actually fought on my behalf saying no you cannot do that to him and okay for, for, let me let's put into context before you for those uh-huh. of you who don't know at the time for graduating you had to have passed five subjects in your mock cxe so it was there was nothing based on the last five years of your school it was simply based on mock cxe because in the school's mind mock cxe will determine how you perform in cxe and to them these were the only people who would be allowed to graduate so in mikhail's case he was unable to do his um to do his exam one or two one, one exam you, you couldn't do no right? i attended all of them it's just that i i didn't do well in them he, he didn't do well in them and as a result he was told that he would not be graduating forget about the fact that he represented the drama club and 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 all of the different activities in school being like the first one to probably come and sing the national anthem. i'm telling you every staff Every time I have to do national anthem or something, but yeah, but that's it. That's it was rough, and they had the audacity to invite me to the graduation to receive a special award. I say I ain't going for that. If I am not good enough to walk down the um with a gong on, no, no, no. I tell mommy. I tell mommy no. I say no, 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 no. What tends to happen is that these things happen to to you, to us, to you as human beings. These things happen, and people try to rewrite the wrong by offering you awards by asking you to come and give um speeches at their graduation all of these different things and sometimes you think to yourself you know what i'm not going because of that but that is when you should actually go you should yeah. go and because you've done very well for yourself right and and one mistake which is not even a mistake it is actually right. a health condition let me tell you i can barely breathe you know and the teacher that was supervising you i i i remember they actually come and rub my shoulder and say you almost done just just you you doing well because i i could not even hide it my chest was all the way up there i could barely breathe but instead of being absent for the exam i sat in anyways to try i could see bl- i mean the math equation was looking foreign to me and math is something i really enjoy doing and for that day i could not even recognize the equations you know Anybody who suffers from asthma knows once you're breathless it messes up your ent- your your sight your everything you cannot function. Mm-hmm. You know and I have the puff the puff the ventolin puff not even working for me there. And then the pressure of doing an exam itself comes with its own its own um stress because you have the nervousness 
you have the time factor, you've been timed, the silence is so loud inside there. You're wheezing louder than the person coughing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was rough, you know, and I explained that to them. My form teacher then explained that to them. They had every, every proof that I was sick, you know? And then to say in front of them, I'm going to make a statement. I've been talking about that long enough. This year, I'm going to make a statement. And you choose me to make the statement? It wasn't you alone. You were not the only casualty. I didn't know okay. you. I didn't know you were the victim I too. Was, I was part of it. And let me tell you, my friends that were very close to me, especially one of them, mother, she said she's not going to graduation either. So we both left and we went to St. Martin. <laughs> we left and we went to St. Martin. We didn't care less. You know, at that time, I was, I was like, at the end of the day, high school was a wonderful experience, but it would not determine yeah. who I am in life. But Shelly, you, know, you remember the, the graduation list, uh? I wouldn't dwell on the graduation too much, but you know the guys that were just missing school and doing whatever they don't have to do, and they still made it to the graduation. No, it hurts me. I saw guys that would curse the teacher, be disruptive, de being detention so often, call me all kind of names when I doing better in class than them, and they were on the list and I was not. Something has to be wrong with that. And I pray that nobody in this day and age in 2021 in Dominica shall ever go through this. You're hoping that it's not something I am that hoping that nobody has to feel that still. Because, I mean, it's universal education in Dominica. Everybody gets to go to school, right? Please, just, it really can break down someone. I, Me, I, I use it, I use it. Years, after five years, if you have shown that you're, you're able to get to that fifth, that fifth form, you know, I feel like that is that everybody deserves to graduate, regardless of what your your grades are or whatever. You should graduate from from that. From that, they they really they really do a number on people. But some people are dashing leave, like you and me. Yeah, <laughs> because when I was at Miami Dade College, I got an award for my entire drama department, the highest GPA. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised that in the middle of the semester, they actually have a ceremony to award that, to recognize that. And, it, and I felt emotional going for it because I, I, I didn't feel like I was deserving of it because I still feel I could do more mm -hmm. because of how PSS shaped me up. Like they really make me feel less of myself that when oh, I am I even recognized, I feel like, are you trying to, uh, is that a game or something? Or when I got the letter... <laughs> I think somebody trying to um, fool me because I'm just trying to go through the semester and getting on that day, you need to report to the auditorium to receive an award for your department. And I had to go to the dean and I had to go to my, um, the head of the department and ask them if that's real. Because to me, I'm an underachiever. Like, I feel like I'm not qualified to do it because of how my last institution left me. You know, so like in class, if I get something less than an A, bro, I, I feel so bad. It really, really affects me even now. I cannot do bad in school. I always want to, you know, get my A's or else I feel like I, I disappoint somebody. I, I want to go to the chat um, because we have people commenting and I, okay. I'm going to scroll up. Um, people were, were commenting. Um, uh, so we'll take from here. You know, uh, Marsha, Marsha is saying that this is typical human nature. They are always ready to speak on things that they do not know. And I guess she was referring to when you speak about 
um, your experience at Donkey Beach. Mm-hmm. Um, I, person, I remember another Shana Felicity. Hi, Shana. He said, I remember, I remember you always in everything and didn't, and did, still didn't make it. So he's, she's just reiterating what you just said um, or acknowledging that she can recall these events. Um, Aurelie saying there's always a demon in the midst trying to hold you down. Fireball dirty bad mind. Just Aurelie to come up, come up with that one. Um, Beverly is saying, Beverly Libla is saying, you can't use one assessment to determine whether a student graduated or not. And that is exactly what, what was being done. Yeah. Uh, even if it's still being done um, in the school, uh, in PSS, uh, you know, like, um, I, I have no idea. I hope it's not still being done um but if it is probably somebody can drop a note and let us know that it's that if it's yeah, it needs to stop it needs to stop happen um i just want to uh, continue with the chat um yeah um is this um natural living yayan is saying that was cruel you didn't graduate you did so much look at you now bro so she's trying I to know. hey look at you you know like <laughs> Like who would have thought? They probably didn't think, and they probably do that did that to make an example out of you. But yeah. yes, you turned out to be a very good example. Thank God for that, and thank God to my parents and all those around me that never gave me a reason to keep my head down. Mm-hmm. You know, I had that support. I mean, my family is a family of love and support and energy. You know, I don't think Nadia or Natalie or anybody or even my wife Janelle and her family would allow me to like lower my standards or anything. You know, people, I always surround myself with people that will push me forward. You know, at work, you had Raymond Lawrence, um, Paul Christian, and the others, Earl Etienne. They would, they would make sure that you are well taken care of. When I was in youth division, you had people like Cesar and Paul. I still have it in my life. Cesar and Paul, you know, Gregory Rivier, Parkett, Julian Parkett, Mr. Um, Bontiff. I, I hope when you don't call names... You don't get they know, they know it's love. It's not it's love. If I don't call your name, it's because of time and thing. But I always <laughs> think of all those that contributed to me. I, I pray for them daily. You know, because I could I cannot be the person I am if I forget these people. You you've done it was you've rough. Done it was rough. Lot, you've done it's a rough. Lot. Yeah. You've really done a lot, especially you played a major role in Dominic's Dominica's culture, not only being a member of YT, because people might think, oh Mikael, take because I remember when you announced that you were leaving to to go and study to go overseas. Everybody's like, "Oh gosh, Mikael going and you know, coming back." Mikael is gone and he threw a big stone behind his back, and that's it. Mikael, tell us what have you been? What have you been up to the last couple of years? Well, I didn't throw any stones. I know mentioned, you mentioned that you you do you 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 went back to school and all of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm um, majoring in drama and drama education, mm-hmm. but um, culture is part of me. And I think we may spend some time on, on that. Culture is part of me. I'll come back to that in a while. Um, I didn't turn my back on Dominica. I'm still avail I still avail myself to everything. You know, I'm now um, Mr. Lawrence is not the chief cultural officer, but he's always, always confined in me or brought me back down to do certain things. Our last reunion, you know, thanks to the government and cultural division, they flew me over. I worked with the group. I came back up. I came back to actually celebrate our jubilee and um, things like that. Um, in terms of White Kuli, I still see myself an active member. You know, in terms of getting resources to them, if I were to choreograph a, a dance, I still can through um, social media. I would send them a video, and people like Doral and the others would work with the dancers for me. So I still feel like 
Dominica is still still with me. Um, I have daily communication with those, uh, you know, those uh, dear to me and those that I work closely with. I still write talents for people, chaperone people, even though I'm up here. Wow. I work with schools for school art festival with drum routines and all that. Um, give support to different groups and all that. So it has my physical presence is not there in Dominica, but I still find I would contribute sometimes even more than if I was back home. Because in one day, I can reach out to so many more persons than if I was just sitting down in Portsmouth or Pebus or Roseau. So, and then I carried my culture up here with me. Because even up here, we have our own cultural group. Mm-hmm. We have our, uh, we, we do cultural performances in all the Dominica associations up in Florida. Um, we enjoy doing it. I still dance my belly and my everything, my, uh, my accordion. Yeah, with my belly shaking, I still dance my belly. I was about to say. <laughs> let me tell you, let me tell you, whether my belly shake or not, my foot will work. Yes. Yes, we still dance our belly accordion. I thank God every day for putting my circle, my talented circle around me. Like I still have Kidron, Alexander. You know, once I have Kidron, I good. You can go no wrong. You can go. I tell you, you, you any, no aspect, any aspect, whether it's gospel, traditional culture, temporary, contemporary, I once I have Kidron, I am fine. Once you have Kidron, you once can I have Kidron, and let Dominica know that. <laughs> once Kidron Alexander is around, I'm fine. That's a one man band. That's all the accompaniment you need. I'm telling you. <laughs> How many I, instruments you play? Huh? How many instruments you play? Well, I try. Well, accordion, I learned from Crawford. May he's, may, may he, may he's oh, so right. rest in peace. Um, I play accordion, but I try to introduce myself to all instruments. I love percussion, so I like drums, acoustic drum set, tambu, um, djembe, conga, drum. That's, that's my area. But um, the little secret is, since I came up to Miami, I cannot get a house keyboardist because of where we live. Mm-hmm. So I had to force myself to, to learn the keyboard. But I wouldn't consider myself as a keyboardist, but I can handle myself, you know, because there's a void. We do not have someone. Because, because I see you doing praise and worship on Facebook. Yes, I just make it a song. I see you 